Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome in to episode 30, 130 of the Dunbar's podcast. It's your boys, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch back at it again in our normal time slot. Shout out to everybody that rocked with us over Potomania 3, four shows in four days. Little break this week. Gentlemen, how we feeling? We rejuvenated? We back at it again? What's, what's the vibes? We needed that break. Y'all needed that break. I continued straight on through the week, boy. I was I was in 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 it in it knee deep this week. <laughs> Jay, you look like you're still sleeping. That's nice. Uh, added added himself in the chat in the yes. building. I'm glad to see you showed up today. That's good to know. <laughs> look, his own self tweets out. In the building. Glad to see you show the best hype, man. And there, and there it is. There it is. Had to be first. Had to be first. Had to be first. <laughs> on, he slipped one in there before you, bro. Early bird gets the worm. Jay's never early, that's for sure. But um, yeah, no, nah, how we living? Everybody good on this, you know, Easter Eve? Um, everybody out there doing well? Yeah. Hanging in there. Damn. Mm-hmm. Just hanging. Yo, man, I need the energy up today. Yo. <laughs> we haven't been up and had three cups of coffee. So Listen, yeah, no. I've, had, I've watched you're, wrestling you're... this morning. I've had three cups of coffee. I did three loads of laundry. Your boy is busy on Saturday morning. Okay? <laughs> Getting it done. Right? What was I doing? I was right. gaming this morning and I was cooking this morning. So <laughs> well, what do we 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 cooking? Um you getting stuff ready for Easter tomorrow? Uh, no, we're doing it tonight. So right after the podcast is over with, I'm doing Easter dinner tonight because we'll be busy tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a traditional Easter dinner at my house, so I'm making bacon wrap shrimp. Okay, bacon wrap shrimp. Okay, not mad, not mad at the not mad at the at the dish. I, I can mm-hmm. I can fire on some of that. You baking it or I'm, grilling it? Because I know Don likes his grill, so I'm baking it. Okay. <laughs> I can't be watching while doing the podcast at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> my taste is bougie it is yeah. it's classy I, I, I prefer the bacon wrapped scallops over the bacon wrapped shrimp but um i'll take leave that for another leave that for another discussion on another day just the bacon to be expected from Jay. jason enjoys the bacon wrapped sure. oreos for sure. <laughs> all right so um Coming off Fallout for Mania Week, um, this episode, as far as Mount Rushmore's are concerned, um, we're going from Monday Night Raw through the end of the week. We've already broken down WrestleMania. We've already talked about WrestleMania weekend, shows that happened, matches that happened, stuff that stole the show, etc. So if you want to listen to that, head on over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pod. You can catch any of those back catalog and all of our episodes there. So make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell. So you get notifications when we go live. So we're strictly focusing from Raw till today, this morning. And there was a lot that happened this morning for you people that slept in and aren't aware of it. Um, I don't know if you've been on your social media yet, but there's been some shakeups on the other side of the globe uh, when it comes to pro wrestling. And I'm, I'm sure we'll get into that. Well, at least I will, because I know I watched it this morning. Um, I just saw the result. We, we can briefly talk on it. How we feeling? Uh, what, what do we got? Mount Rushmore. What do we got this week? Where you at? Mount Rushmore, or do you want to start with Jabroni of the week? <laughs> I mean, or do you want to talk about the big news of the week before we even get into Mount sale. Rushmore? I don't care about the sale. Yeah, I'm done with that sale. I'm done with that sale. 
Nothing's going to change. No, not at all. No. The only thing that's going to change is Vince is back in charge of creative. That's it. <laughs> Dana White was on Pat McAfee's uh, show yesterday, and they were talking to him about the sale, um, asking about Endeavor, the you know Ari and his group, and kind of just trying to see what changed from a UFC standpoint when they were first acquired and everything else. And Dana said, listen, Ari's hands off. He lets you run his business. So you run your business the way you want to run your business until you need something. Then you pick up the phone and call him. And that's whenever he gets done what you need done. So I don't see anything changing from a, from a product standpoint, uh creative standpoint, layout standpoint, presentation standpoint, everything will be, as status quo the only thing that i do see changing is more on the business side of things so sponsorships etc those types of deals um they'll have a bigger reach that way with more opportunities given that they're under the endeavor umbrella now um so that's okay i don't want sponsors on your on your reindeer now <laughs> <laughs> well i mean they own a, a few talent agencies in there too, so you know, definitely more Hollywood opportunities. I think for the people. I mean they <clears throat> they they acquired the UFC for four point one four point three billion. It's now valued at twelve point three. So, and it's time between between acquiring mm -hmm. it till now they've gone up three times, um, as far as valuation is concerned. So if you're looking projection wise, if they acquired WWE for nine point one nine point three. Three to five years down the road, expect that number to be roughly two to three times what it was whenever they acquired it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, none. Of, listen, all that, <laughs> I don't think you get the major crossovers. You just no. it won't be at SummerSlam either. The, it's not going to be finalized till the end of the year. So Dana Dana touched on that. He said there there will be little to no crossover effect. There shouldn't be. And there shouldn't. Not. Two, it's just two companies under one umbrella. That's all. What it that's is. It. That's all I it see is. more. I see more in attendance. Yeah, they all go to support each other now. Like hmm. WWE superstars go to UFC events. I think you'll see more now, like more showcased, and same vice versa. Mm -hmm. You'll see a lot more in the front row at, at the big events like WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if anything, I'll see you'll you'll get more UFC in WWE than anything, even if it's just like legends or one-off dana said he wasn't opposed to that if guys feel that they're good enough and their you know ufc career is winding down to the point where they're not going to be on the level that they see themselves at in the ufc and they want to go over to wwe more power to them but <laughs> you know you had lesnar he's one of one we're not we saw the debacle punk was mm -hmm. you're, you're not really going to get those people over lastly's dabbled in mma before Ronda started there, so Ronda started there. She's she's not going back to UFC anytime soon. Um, so yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say about the sale itself. Like, well, my rush, uh, Mount Rushmore is in AEW. Um, the promo that Danielson did with BCC on you know professional wrestlers, amateur wrestlers. And then put into fixing on Hangman with the screwdriver. I mean, that's entertainment. It had me dying. I like the segment. I did too. <laughs> it was Brian, and Brian just falls flat for me. I, <laughs> Sorry. I mean, to me, he just replaced the word fickle with pro wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this promo before from him. Um, 
I, Brian going Hill, they're still getting cheered. So, I mean, the, the, the wild thing music, hit, everybody sang along, they got yeah. cheered, and then you lay down Hangman. Next week, they'll come out, and they'll get cheered again. So mm-hmm. until you change the entrance and the presentation, they're not going to get booed. So what good is it to have them go full on heel? That's, that's it. It's just like everything. NWO started it. Hey, they cheered NWO. They cheered not in the Blue. beginning. Not no, not in the beginning. No. Mm-mm. I mean, they cheer in Bula Club. I mean, but how much stuff actually? Like, how many heel things actually get the necessary booze that you need? Pro. <laughs> wrong, bro. The Rock. But you see, he changed up his whole entrance. His 80, whole music. 80, 80 some thousand people were booing the Bud Line on Sunday night. <laughs> there's definitely there's definitely some cheers on there. Not at the end of the show. At the yeah. end, when Roman came out, there were cheers. There were no cheers at the end when Roman won. <laughs> Hey, whoever threw that chicken in the ring, I know he was cheering. <laughs> <laughs> chicken was probably the most over thing this week. <laughs> I, I think I enjoyed look, that doll hill, this week. The hill babyface factor, and this this isn't specific to BCC bloodline, whatever. <laughs> if you don't. If you don't fully commit to it and you don't want to be booed, depending on what type of hill you are, you're going to get cheered. Mm. I mean, that's just, that's how it is. So do I think there are heels in the vein of say uh, an iron cheek or Sergeant slaughter, whenever he changed to the anti-American gimmick and, you know, the four horsemen back in the day when they were doing their thing with dusty um, the beginning of the NWO, like, I don't know. A lot of people said MJF was the closest thing we had to a true heel, but then he comes out Wednesday night and does, you know, a, a late night. Okay, and, and he's getting cheered off the wazoo because he's in Long Island. Yeah. Like, Which was a disservice for uh, Jungle Boy. <laughs> I mean, just killed him for me. <laughs> I miss, like, the days when, I miss the days when I miss the days when I miss the days when the hill would come out in their hometown and shit on their hometown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm a bad guy. I don't yeah. care that I grew up here. I don't care that mm-hmm. I'm from here. I don't care that Jeans love me. I hate you. This is a cesspool. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. That's why I don't live here anymore. Yep. Exactly. Any of that. Exactly, girls. That's why I'm not here anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I moved to Hollywood. <laughs> I moved to Florida. Yeah, I don't live here anymore. If you do, if you do do the NJF thing where he's home and, and he's catering to the crowd, don't bring nobody else into the segment because it's not good for TV. I, I get the point, pro. But if you're not going to have heel baby face or good guy bad guy, then what's the point of having pro wrestling? <laughs> Seriously. And to your point, Steve, that's why I hate, you know, like you said, Moxley coming out to Wild Thing. Jericho's still coming out to Judas. It's like Jericho comes out to that. The fans are going to cheer, are going to want to sing along to that. You know, same thing with with Wild Thing. It's like if you're going to be heel, like I know the argument was there that, hey, Jericho's supposed to be sports entertainment now, but it still doesn't work if you're supposed to be 
supposed to boo him. Like you're gonna sing along with him and then boo him. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. And I've never liked the Wild Thing song from Oxley, anyways. But that's a whole other story with me and Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, everybody here knows my feelings on that, so we can move on. <laughs> hey, the guns were heels, and uh, when many men hit, everybody was singing to that. Yeah. <laughs> and kudos to them, because I was yeah. singing along with them. <laughs> I, I, at that, first, might, that it, might be in the top for entrances of the week, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, it, it played, and I was like, oh, and then they did the they did the flash with the light on them standing by the back and they did the camera yes. around. And I was like, Oh, this is dope. Like I still hate the guns. They're absolutely garbage, but I love it. You couldn't get the unedited version. I love it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That whole match. It's like from the entrance on, I was just like, are they really going to have the guns beat FTR? Like, like I, I was, I was questioning a lot of it in that match from the beginning. You walk off on a pay per view. You ain't losing on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, not at all, not at all. So you got Danielson as your Mount Rushmore this week. If they go about where I want them to go, it's like, hey, just take out all the EVPs, you know, just do something like that. That's what I'm thinking. Let's go. guts with the elite. So. Let's go. I mean, they wiped them all out, and then they announced the match that they're taking on Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa on Wednesday night. To take take everybody out. (laughs) If you take out the EVPs, aren't you faces? (laughs) (laughs) The boys in the back, you might be, but, you know. So they're doing what uh, Frankie Kazarian tried to do with the Elite Hunter. Oh, did they, did they just never touched on so he ran yeah. off and left the company to sign with Impact? <laughs> I'm the elite hunter, but I take out, uh, you know, Cutler and them, but can't take out the big bulls. <laughs> Is he the next one to join the BCC? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right, so we got, Daniels, we got Danielson up there for this week. Jay, who you got? Mount Rushmore. Is anybody going Sammy and Jay? Because if not, I got another one. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Uh, I'm going Sammy and Jay. The story continues. The story continues. You don't know what's going on. You're just, you just, you're just compelled to watch. I still don't know. The, the, the match happened. He stopped solo, then beat him. I still don't know where Jay lies. <laughs> Taekwon, your your mindset autocorrects because what you search whenever you're online. <laughs> That's why it autocorrects. <laughs> Clear your browser history, bro. And then they may actually sink in. Um, I, and then this whole story, nobody looks bad. Nobody. <clears throat> like this whole story has just elevated everybody in it. Kevin Owens getting taken out. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Even though I saw Solo back there, like, still. What's, 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 when okay. they announced the match for last night, I was like, why are we doing this on SmackDown? Yeah, I was thinking the same yeah. thing. It was like, we'll see what happens with it. And, you know, it just, it's going to continue to play out. Not going to be the last time we see that match. Roman was nowhere in sight, and yet you still felt Roman's presence. <laughs> Which is, I mean, you can't knock it. Like, you don't, you don't need him there every week to still make him relevant in the storyline. Mm-hmm. And they proved that. You know, especially when you got the engine in the nitro, um, as far as the the car, you know, analogies here with Jay and Sammy um, <laughs> doing their thing. Solo is tremendous. 
Um, yes. You know, his back and forth. I think he, he may be the first one to truly crack. And I don't know which way. Mm. Because they're doing the tug of war with him. At least that's where I think they're going with him. They're doing the, oh, my brothers versus my 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 tribal chief. Mm my my cousin my real life uncle um he might not even sign he might just walk and that would be you know mm -hmm. hence solo um, yeah. <laughs> you know um like when paul said uh either he handles it or you handle mm -hmm. the problem yeah you handle all problems yeah. uh, is he gonna take out jay yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what i thought too i really did uh-huh I mean, if if we get to the point where it really does go full circle, and it's Jay and Roman, you have to. Do you have to have Jay win? Like, is that how the story ends? Or put it. Let me ask. Let me let me rephrase it. Are we ever going to actually get a true ending to this story? Yes, mm -hmm. at some point you will. I want Jay to be the reason, but I don't. Yeah. I don't need him to. I don't need him to be changed. It'll be an ending, but I just don't know what. Yeah. I mean, especially with them being like legit family, it's always going to continue. It's going to ebb and flow at some point, mm -hmm. you know, but there will be a true ending yeah. somewhere along the lines. Every story has to end. Yeah. And then, you know, they'll, they'll come back, you know, whatever. I learned this week he was the first person to pin Roman. Never. Didn't know that. Yeah, long-term storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do, you, what do you make of the branch that is Cody and Brock from Monday night? Gets Brock on uh, Puerto Rico. Just another, just another hill to climb for Cody. That's all I felt with it. Brock need to be on at the at backlash. So, this is how to get Brock off backlash. Redemption year for Cody. Take a lot of so, L's, but build build himself back up. De depending on what sites you go to and what you read and so on and so forth, rumor is is that this was the plan all along. Um, Brock knew about, uh, say, a month, month and a half ago, um, which is why we got the weird bits of him, like, not faking retirement, but, you know, saying goodbyes to people and yada, 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 et cetera. Um, but this was the story that they were going with, and Cody was never penciled to win at WrestleMania. I just feel like with Vince being back, that cute baby face Brock shit's out the door. <laughs> <laughs> this to me, this was I don't I don't care what they reports were, but to me, looking at it, watching it, this was strictly Vince's call as nope, the beast is gonna be back as the beast. And he's going to destroy everybody. So that's what I took away from it. I just don't want to be a title run again. No, I don't see that. I hope not. But you never know. But if Cody conquers the beast, pun intended, let then, that be a small thing. Then where's the next challenge? Where's the next hill? Where, like, well, for who? For Cody, if you're putting the Roman. if the first obstacle is Brock Lesnar, you don't have any other hills to climb to get back to a title shot. Roman. So this is the summer of Cody and Brock, and then we're going to get Cody and Roman at SummerSlam. Possibly. 
I don't know, a three-month run of Cody overcoming Brock Lesnar is not going to make me want to yeah. enjoy the, the, the moment of him being crowned at SummerSlam more than the moment of him being crowned at WrestleMania. I'd be surprised for Brock to come back for all those events because wasn't he even at uh, – wasn't he at Elimination Chamber too? Because like, he missed the so. pay-per-view yet this year? Like if he would do the next three too, that three or four, that's a lot for him. Hmm. I mean, his but there's some his, big events uh, coming up too, so they might they might be paying him some money just to to be there for it. Yeah, we don't know how that contract structured it either. It could no. have been date heavy on the back end. So, mm-hmm. listen, you can take these three or four dates here, but this last year of this deal, we're getting you for ten or twelve. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I saw that argument a lot this week, and this is what Cody's Cody. This is what, this is what Cody did in AEW. Pretty much, he yeah. he lost to Jericho. He could never become champion. He put that on himself. I mean, he was always the fight from underneath babyface guy that had to go through everything under the sun. And you AEW fans turned on him <laughs> for no reason. Now it's lame. Yeah, now it's lame. It wasn't lame whenever he was doing it in AEW, but it's lame now. I mean, at this point, if you would have asked me this last month at this time, I thought, you know, after Mania, we were going to see. <laughs> I thought we were going to see, the, you know, Sammy, Kevin, and Cody versus the Bloodline in some form. You know, moving forward in the summertime, whether it was champions or not, you know, I expected to continue. So now taking Cody out of that and looks like Riddle's going in there. Um, Bro, that's that's literally pro wrestling. It does work if you do it right. Oh, there's no storytelling in AEW. Okay. Yeah. The the Riddle aspect is not as um, out of the blue as you think. I'm just. Solo took Riddle out. They, they yeah, they did explain mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I was just like, what I the mean, fuck is he here? Yeah. Why is he here? Yeah, initially, but yeah, then you got, know, you got to reset. Then think hey, about it. It's been so long. Roman, yeah. the same fast food as Roman said. It's filet mm-hmm. mignon. Uh, that that was told whenever Solo and them took Riddle out. Whenever he was gone for nine months or whatever it was. So I'll come back around to that later. No, nah, go ahead, get on it now. No, no, no! It's it's another segment of the show. Okay. <laughs> so we got we got Jay and Sammy, um, Mount Rushmore. This was the first week where my my Mount Rushmore did not include anything that had to do with the bloodline or bloodline storyline. So um, it's still interesting to see that one of us four still had it up there on the Mount Rushmore because uh, I was going to be interested to see if anybody decided to go that route this week. Chris, who you got? Mount Rushmore. I'm going. I'm going Switchblade for my Mount Rushmore. This is going to get this is going to get divisive. Um, you know, <laughs> was, was it exactly how I would want them to see him debut? No, but am I glad that he's actually going to get some some time here on American TV? Yes. So I was happy to see that. Honestly, AEW has been consistent for me. You know, that this is another week. Everything on my Mount Rushmore was AEW this week. You know, I, it's just I, I I've been enjoying the show again. For me, they're turning the corner. 
and I'm I'm happy with that. You know, just like like I mentioned earlier, you know, things ebb and flow, and it's just like I kind of feel like right now I'm turning the corner on WWE and going right back to AEW the way it's been. So I'm, I've been real happy with Dynamite lately. So shout out to our boy Kenny from the Call Up Podcast was there live on Wednesday night. And he said the reaction to Jay White was uh, mid. Didn't really move the crowd at all. Um, and I tweeted back, well, that could have been the way they debuted him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because yeah, the screen went black. You heard music. He walked out on the stage. And then they immediately, on the camera shot, went to Ricky Starks. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Jay White's at the bottom of the ramp with his shirt off. It's like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? <laughs> Like I, f- I felt the debut was a huge letdown, and then you had Ricky getting the best of you in the corner. Yeah, you knew it wasn't gonna be a complete beatdown because you couldn't do Ricky like that. That's why you didn't. You should have never put him alongside. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested in, in seeing where this goes with the Bullet Club. You know, do we get more of the Bullet Club in AEW? You know, Renee. <laughs> Renee had a Renee. They did a digital thing, and I don't think it was on the show. I could be wrong, but <laughs> Renee went backstage and interview him, and he opened up the door, and she's asking him questions like, "Oh, your debut? What you think? Blah blah blah. What's this mean for the Bullet Club?" And he just kind of, and then closed the door on her and didn't give her nothing, <laughs> which I thought was great. But at the same time, like, why are we asking about Jay White in the Bullet Club? Jay White not in the Bullet Club. But he comes out to Bullet Club music. He came out to Switchblade music. Uh, it sounded like the Bullet Club to me. Somebody said Bullet Club Black and Gold? Gold and Black or whatever? Oh, see, we don't need this. We're not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. Yeah, we don't need this. <laughs> I just Wasn't you still Bullet Club? Yep. Look, if you're... He's a, he's a channel he's a channel changer, changer to me. I, oh, yeah. I agree. Or Juice or Switchblade. Juice. Sorry, yeah, I agree about Juice. No, you paired him with the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Juice fan at all. See, I like I like Juice's character and personality. You like Juice's girlfriend. No, you <laughs> like Juice's fiance. <laughs> you like Juice's fiance. That's the only reason why he tolerates Juice. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason we like Juice. I like Juice Harvey. <laughs> we've talked we've talked about this on shows before, right? Where when certain people debut, <clears throat> if you want them to be thought of as a main event caliber performer and somebody that should be paid attention to, you got to debut them in that way. And to me, granted, it's Jay White. The AEW audience knows Jay White. Eh, but that. The city where you debuted him in, Long Island. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you had him come out and take out Ricky Starks. Okay. That's their biggest audience here is New York. So uh, Chicago Pro would would have that argument with you. I mean that's where they get um, that's where they get rating. I mean, ratings wise. That's what I was talking about, but I mean, you could have did it. You were just out on the West Coast. He's been on New Japan Strong out on the West Coast. Yeah. So you had all those chances there. Like, to me, I just feel like it was a rush debut. It was like, oh, he didn't sign with WWE. We're going to debut him tomorrow night. 
It's like, okay, he didn't show up Mania, so we're going to debut him the one-up WWE. And it was just something that wasn't, in my eyes, thought out to get the most traction for the debut from a guy who I believe can be a top-tier star in any promotion. And should be. <clears throat> hey, pro, that, that crowd didn't suck doing pains from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> The crowd did it suck singing many men. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Jay White fan. And not saying that he can't recover, that this isn't going to lead to a good story or they're not going to do something right with him. But day one, out the starting blocks, I was really let down by it. Um, really let down. So I don't know. We'll see yeah. where it goes. I was the opposite. I was in. I think. I think it'll build. You need. You need to build. You need to start from somewhere. If this is how they're going to introduce him into the company, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. That whole. I fast forwarded through that entire MJF segment. Enjoyed that so much more than the MJF Jericho segment. I didn't care. It for went that. on. It went on way too long. Way too long. Yeah. yeah. Did not care for it. You know, and why is Jungle Boy the only one beating him down? If there's four pillars. Why is Jungle Boy the only one beating him down or attacking him? Because now it's Darby's in the rafters. He can't get down there. Yeah, Sammy came out at the end because his match is next to held up the belt. And Darby just continued to sit up in his crow's nest, you know, (laughs) eating popcorn. The way the the build's been going, it seems like they're going MJF and Jungle Jungle Boy solo. Like It seems like he's going to go after the pillars and not you know, all the pillars, but you know, we still got a while before we get to double or nothing. So have you guys been watching all access? I, I didn't watch this week. So yeah. I watched the first week. More scripted TV. No, I watched week one and half of week two. That was it. So I think we're three episodes into it. Or they repeated week one. So no, this was the second season. week this week. All right. So they repeated because they they put week one on that Friday or Saturday night after the NCAA tournament or whatever. Um, and they replayed it again Wednesday after Dynamite. Two weeks in, this is strictly a vehicle to get Sammy over as a babyface. <laughs> He is the main character on this entire show. And this is their way to try and get the crowd to love him again. And I don't see how that possibly happens. And watching it, like I don't I don't think Sammy's a bad guy. I really don't. No, I like I think that the cockiness, um <laughs> edit it. Steve would go voluntarily. <laughs> you don't ever edit out true love, bro. Okay, you don't, you don't ever do that. No matter with you. All right. I don't. I don't need the pottery scene. I need the scene of the penny underneath the door, and we're sliding it up to. So I realized that they're real. That's what I need. Um, shout out Ghost. Great movie, by the way. Um, probably the last good movie Whoopi Goldberg was in, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Ain't none, Sister Act. 
<laughs> Alma, check your battery. Um, no, I just, I just feel like that. Like the narratives are are drawn out, and clearly we can see where they're going and how they want to present people. So I was looking for like a, more of a real authentic version of this, but Jay, like you said to me, it just comes off as another hour of scripted TV. Yep. It's like honestly, I feel like whoever produced Total Divas just moved over to AW. I'm pretty sure, so. <laughs> That's the exact that, format. Is that Man Surrey? Is that is that <laughs> Surrey doing that? It's just it's the same exact formula for for me. It like, is same look, everything like editing it's not a show i'm gonna watch consistently if i watch it i watch it that's the last time lauren hill was on time for a concert <laughs> <laughs> or relevant no no lauren hill's still relevant she just shows up 90 minutes late to every concert she does um yeah my i didn't i didn't like AEW at all this week i was not a fan I didn't. I didn't like anything that was done. Um, I didn't. I didn't like Rampage. Battle of the Belts is completely pointless. Battle of the There's six. There's six Battle of the Belts in, and we haven't had one title change. The matchups last night were lackluster on it. Yeah. I just. I'm. Don't even have the event anymore. I hate that they, they pair them with Rampage now too. Like I get why you know because you're you're taping it live, but I'd much yeah. rather it be separated again. But you can cut. You should cut that and then make it uh, Battle of the Belts week. Yeah. Add your dynamite in your rampage. At least you would have had a title change with the tag titles. Yeah. They didn't announce it. Ty, they 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 didn't. They just threw it out there at the end of Dynamite when they were plugging Rampage. Oh, hey, Battle of the Belt six. Yeah. Two hour edition Friday mm-hmm. night. They had, I mean, it was kind of announced whenever they did the. You know how Excalibur always does the ticket sales. Like that's when it was originally announced, but. Yeah, they don't hype it anymore at all, other than yes, because you know it's their fault. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. They don't do nothing with it, so it's completely pointless. They need to do something with it to make it relevant. We've had this argument, so mm-hmm. <laughs> no sense of having it again. But yeah, uh, but I'm, the, I'm the complete opposite of you, Steve. AW hit on so many levels for me this week compared to everything else, and I enjoyed the end ring. You look at the you look at the the first fifteen to eighteen minutes of that show. You had you had the Starks Jay White debut. Immediately after that, you went to Jericho in the back giving an interview with Keith. Then Keith Lee interrupts that, and then immediately after that, you jumped into something like there was three segments smashed into the first fifteen minutes of the show, and none of it hit. Because everything was smashed into the first 15 minutes of the show. One of the things I was impressed with this week is that they actually changed the formula up a little bit uh, and moving a women's match into the first hour. You know, we've never seen that. That was the best, that was the best yeah. part of the show. Was oh. Hater was Hater and Rio to me. That was oh. the best part of the show. So I just yeah, it didn't to me it didn't start off in the best of light and then it just uh, after that and then I mean, the mjf segment and i was i was out after that like i'm never gonna love everything you know it's, it's hard to love everything on <laughs> on a program and but for the most part i enjoyed it my mount rushmore comes out of um first thing this morning 
Um, and actually, I was going to do a Mount Rushmore for a match announcement, which would have been the very first. Um, and that was going to be my honorable – that's now my honorable mention um, because of how excited I am for the match, the match that was announced um, that will take place next week. But my Mount Rushmore this week is Sonata. Mm-hmm. Um, new IWGP heavyweight champion, crowned first thing this morning, upset Kazucha Okada, which I don't think anybody really had seen that to be the case. Not at this event. Not at this event. So I know Okada got some potential U.S. dates coming up, maybe. Um you know, we may see more of him on the lead up to Forbidden Door 2, but <laughs> it's not a finished this story. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, hell of a match, hell, hell of a show this morning. Um, right underneath that, the women's triple threat match with Mercedes. Um, one of the better women's triple threat matches you'll see. Um, so I thought, you know. New Japan, their show from this morning, they they really showed up and showed out. But, yeah, Sonata for me is my Mount Rushmore. I should go back um, and watch that event. Glad to see New Japan taking a different direction with things, mm-hmm. um, getting some some new people, you know, in spots that we may not have thought would ever be in those spots. And I'm very curious to see where this goes from now. I've enjoyed the buildup for Sonata here recently with what they've done. Um and you know it's all paid off with him becoming IWGP heavyweight champion. So that's my Mount Rushmore. My honorable mention was strictly a match announcement. Um, yeah, I mean, and she's lined up. You know, the the big dream matches was announced this morning as well for her. So she um, that's her. was she in two matches? Was she in two matches? Two matches. This would be this would have been our third. Yeah. You're doing amazing things in two matches. <laughs> Come on, he says. Somebody's mad over there. Somebody's mad over there. I'm not mad at what it's like. Everybody was like Bad Bunny. He mean, he had one match. Oh, it was the greatest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna run it back in a month. (laughs) Yeah, but um, my honorable mention was the. Bullet Club, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay versus Motor City Machine Guns match announcement for an Ultimate X tag team match um, next weekend on the 16th, their show. So I um, uh, I watched that on Thursday and was like, oh, that's that's I'm sold on that. Like, you have my money alone just for that match um, because it's going to be unreal with those four guys in the ring. And then you add on the Ultimate X part of that. Yeah, that's interesting for a tag match. I don't know, and I tried. I I don't think it has, which made it even more of a reason to put it on my Mount Rushmore because they've never. I don't think they've ever done a tag team Ultimate X match. Yeah, not that I can think. I mean, there's a lot that I'm sure I've missed, but not that I can think of, especially. Yeah, Ultimate X is usually just (laughs) used for the X division, so that's usually the only title match that goes in there. So that's pretty cool. Those yeah. four can go, so yeah, it'll it'll be a good match. Yeah, so you have that. Um, you know, Impact was Impact was on fire this week. Um, you know, you had Josh Alexander relinquishing the belt. Um, 
and when you weave real life into pro wrestling, it always makes things better. So the fact that his wife and son were in the ring when he did it, and his son, who's like four years old, four and a half years old, took the belt back and didn't want to give the belt away, like trying to console him in the ring to say, hey, you know, daddy can't bring the belt home no more. Like, just, yeah. Still real, you know. Still real to me, damn it. <laughs> that right there is still real. And to that little four-year-old boy, it's, it's real, real to him. Yeah. So, yeah, the, like, it just just added on to it. So, yeah. Um, it, but, yeah, no, Impact got a, got a big show coming up here next week on the 16th. Um, so it's shaping up to be a good card. Um, excited for the matches that have been announced. Um, interested to see what they do in the go-home show for it this coming week. So I'm excited, ready to tune in for it there. So that's it's my Mount Rushmore and honorable mention for the week. Yeah. Jabroni of the week. Uh, for me, Braun Breaker turned to heel. I'm tired of this man on my TV screen. Honorable <laughs> uh, mention, uh, man, I truly am. Honorable mention, come on. I'm, 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 you I'm wanted serious. something different. We could we complained about something different, and then we get the heel turn, and Donald just not <laughs> get him off my screen. I'm just tired <laughs> of him on my screen, man. Like, get out of that title picture. He ripped off the color, so I'm hoping that means you know we're getting a, we're gonna get a completely different Braun Breaker here. Tainment. Well, he could take lessons from his girlfriend, who's one of the better hills in the company. Oh, um, man, thank you. She came back. back this week. Thank you. <laughs> so, we're talking about Cora Jade, for those of you that don't know, um, which just makes another reason why I can hate Braun Breaker. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, Don did not like – okay. Off I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> like, that's a, that's a picture-perfect, like – Double turn, Mellow's a baby face, bronze a heel. Like, I don't, it's that's like to me, that's almost pro wrestling 101. What they did Tuesday night, and you absolutely crapped all over it. Yeah, they should have did it on Saturday, and it could be a heel power couple. <laughs> that means you got to give them the belt back some point. No, <laughs> no, first three times, <laughs> interdent. Yeah. In- <laughs> intergender tag team champs let's not add another title <laughs> no, no. <laughs> can't do it enough with the ones that we got so no alright Jabroni I'm next. gonna go with the uh, I don't know where to go the dirt sheets or the Cody haters <laughs> ain't they one of the same uh, probably probably because <laughs> Hershey's with the Jay White talk. WWE was talking to him last week. He had no contacts. You reporting the same shit from the same site. Nobody's fact checking. Nobody knows. Everybody's just speculating. Mm-hmm. Get, get off my timeline. It's that retweet button. That's all you need. And the Cody fans with the posters <laughs> in AEW. Come on. He's gone. <laughs> well, I'm surprised that they dropped his name live on TV this week. Twice. Twice. And that Wimbley announcement is my jabroni of the week. Uh, see, okay, I was going to save this for a pivot before we get into our our, our game this week. So what is it? But since in. you brought it up, all in Wembley Stadium. Bully Ray was on Busted Open and said, "Hey, you don't need to sell ninety thousand tickets. If you sell forty thousand tickets, this is a success." 
I was thinking the same thing. So I don't know how they're going to set it up and how many they're going to actually offer and sell. But um, to me, this is great. Mm-hmm. I don't, this is fantastic. Like you're going to the UK, which is awesome because the fans over there absolutely love pro wrestling and have some clamors for it for years. Yeah. Not only do they get all in, but they also get money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're getting WWE and AEW in the same year. Um, you know, I think Wembley was a better choice than the initial location, um, which was going to be, um, I think it's Fulham Stadium that they own over there. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's an iconic stadium it's known it's known around the world there hasn't been a wrestling event there since what SummerSlam. different wembley but yeah yeah but it was like it, it wasn't even the fact that they announced wembley it was just his announcement like tony can't announce shit get somebody else to do it every time he comes on it starts standing i want to turn the tv and then you bring in adam cole like he's supposed to be somebody a, a pillar of aew <laughs> Somebody who I just know how, I don't know how Taquan is still getting Luigi Primo's name on this show week in and week out, but he manages <laughs> to find a way to do it. He would have been better announcing this thing. <laughs> yeah, and Tony was completely reading off cue cards. Like, but I expect him. But I expect him to do good there. I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. But why not just have Nigel do it? Why bring in Adam Cole? They're, they're like, trying to make Adam be the face. Well, I mean, they, apparently, I saw a lot of reports this week that you know now they have their true baby face in Adam Cole. So, because I, I was going to bring this up before, and we just go start doing other stuff other than Sammy. It's Adam Cole and Brett on the reality show. So, is it going to be pillars or is it going to be Adam Cole? Uh, Adam Cole comes after the pillars. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I don't know if you caught this, but. It was last last night whenever they were running through the package for the all-in announcement again. Did you see who was in the package? I didn't see last night, so no. H makes you feel something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so they had Osprey in the package, which to me is a no-brainer. Running back. Don't know what his injury situation is like or how much how much time he's gonna miss because of his shoulder. But like I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's a little Easter egg slipped in there if you're not paying attention. Because so are we gonna get some new Japan people on this card? Is this gonna be a crossover event? Like it gotta be all hands on deck to sell out it, as many seats be. as possible, right? Yeah, like so to me. If you're gonna do that, then Osprey has to be on this show. It's freaking England. Like, why would you not have him there if New Japan will let him go? <clears throat> and if you're gonna run it back, then I I would rather them run back Omega and Osprey then versus at Forbidden Door too. Yeah. Yes. Let's match, man. <laughs> so is the um the wrestler that shall not be named? Will he be in this event? No, he won't be. He will be. (laughs) FTR make that call up. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, 
I don't know. I th- I think it'll be dope. I think they'll pack it. Oh, I don't know. Wh- whatever the number is, yeah. you know, the number is going to be um, dependent on what they shoot for. Well, yeah. I think it'll sell out. I think it'll sell out based on how much capacity they're going to give it. I really do. Right now, their highest attendance has been 16, a little over 16,000. So whatever they do here is going to be impressive for them. And then you got Warner Brothers. You've been dropping their name. I think that'll they'll do something to get it big. And it's over there, meaning it's an early show for us. So that's a plus. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it's on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> All right, Chris, you're Jabroni of the week. Teased it earlier. I'm going with Riddle. Just he came out on Monday and last night. I was just like, didn't miss this guy at all. Like he, <laughs> he can get off my TV again. Like I don't care if there's a tie-in for it. Nope, I don't need him. Just go back. Go back to catering. I need him and Otis shooting for life. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm entertained. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Keep it short and sweet. My jabroni is WWE for for the complete letdown after WrestleMania. I get the I get I get the Roman ending, which we talked about on Monday show, but the momentum you announced the sale Monday, you put out a crappy raw and a crappy <laughs> SmackDown. And morale has just tanked. Tanked. I enjoy SmackDown. Raw's booking it for me, but I enjoy SmackDown. The the Raw after Mania is they they just need to stop calling it that because it's Mm. no longer a must see show after Mania anymore. Like it's the in how many years now? Probably over five. You know, since it's actually matters. You got Riddle's return. You not happy with that? <laughs> Who's much of Bernie? Surprise! Only thing you got was just Brock beating down Cody. That was the only thing you got from that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had you had you no know, rewrites to the show done. Bailey completely off the show. Yeah, rumor is that you know Seth Rollins was told that his segment got changed while he was in the ring. So, yep, video that came yeah. out and showed that. like I've just yeah. But I, did you hear anything with that? No, <laughs> it was weird, but you had a crowd sing for ten minutes and just be like, "This is what they said that uh almost was back in catering, and they had to hurry up and run and get his gear because he didn't know he was going to be on. He didn't have gear. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I just and thirty three minutes of wrestling in three hours. That is your new right. job, stat boy. Is that factoring in uh, Brock's beatdown? <laughs> it's not wrestling. It's that's not wrestling. But that's wrestling. bell to bell. That's not bell to bell. That's wrestling. <laughs> that happened before the bell even rang. Um, so yeah, stipulation doesn't about, count. <laughs> I look was was Triple H's booking perfect? No. Was it a breath of fresh air? Absolutely. Was I entertained by the shows week in and week out? Absolutely. 
do I want Vince McMahon back in charge and and characters being reset to what Vince had him before and people being fired again because Vince fired him initially and everything else that I know is going to come about from this? No, I don't want any of that at all. So I I've seen the song and dance for far too long. I don't need it. I don't yeah. want it. Count me out until you can change my mind. And I don't think Vince at this stage in his career can change my mind. Fans were were wanting change a while ago. And when they finally gave them change, the fans reacted to it. Yes. You know, and now you're taking that change away and it's... <laughs> we reacted to it. <laughs> we'll see where this goes, but I'm, I'm really not looking forward to, to the upcoming stuff. With so is it draft dance or is that trips? We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. So based off of the sale of WWE, um, I had a little what if game for this week. So Donald, to parlay off you because you've been the guy that's been showing up and showing out with what ifs. <laughs> decided to throw one out there. So what if there was no NXT? <laughs> <laughs> Stole one off of you, huh? That was my next one. <laughs> I was gonna put it a different dag it. I gotta come up with a different one. What if there was no NXT? <laughs> now we're at all. At all? At all. Was what if there's no that. NXT? Mm-hmm. I had it a little different because I was gonna be just be fine. Hmm. WWE to be, be fine. We still would have had development. Would they? Yeah. Would they? Give me an NXT star that you remember. That's doing fine right now. Roman? Seth? Seth. You, you were watching Roman back then? I mean, it was FCW that turned over into NXT, but but it was FCW. Sammy, they were already in the KO. Form. It was FCW. Sammy KO? They didn't need NXT. That's where I was thinking on the lines was like, mine was basically how would the other pr- promotions <clears throat> be without NXT being there? So what would Ring of Honor look like? What would New Japan look like? What would Impact look like? Those three. I think it would be interesting without NXT in the fold. I think Bailey, would have been Sasha, off. Charlotte, Becky, gone. Not gone. Bailey, so, uh, thing in a. Uh... Sasha and ba- Bailey would have still been wrestling. Charlotte gone. Charlotte, yeah. Yeah, Charlotte's gone. I don't know if they would have been if they'd be gone. It would just it would be different because you didn't you, you don't have that because anytime there was well, developmental, well, it's always came in FCW. Yeah. It's always just there. You know, it's a local, it's not it's never a national. You know, maybe that would have evolved too, but it's just different. Like, I don't know if you, like, with the women for that evolution, maybe you wouldn't have got that hype like you did to, to warrant that on TV. No. I don't know if you get uh, Nakamura over here if NXT wasn't here. And what is Nakamura doing now? He's coming back next week. Yeah, to be buried by Vince again. If there's no NXT... The immediate correlation, there's there's no women main event in WrestleMania. <laughs> Becky, yeah, Charlotte, Sasha, mm-hmm. Bianca, 
Rhea, you have no women main eventing WrestleMania if there's no NXT. Just not there. Because it wouldn't have been. Because we're still in the div- we're right. still in the divas era. Wrestling will still be divas. It'll be. I feel like they would have still caught their eye though. But without like, Rhea, like, I'm not sure about Bianca, but Rhea. But without like the whole wrestling aspect in NXT for the women's, they would have treated them like divas. I mean, we might find out. You never know. We might <laughs> find out what happens with NXT. We we could still get that at some point, especially with this merger. If there's no NXT, then wouldn't be more watchable before TK bought it. I just feel like you're you're taking out a huge chunk of pro wrestling if you remove NXT. I watched NXT more. Than I did Raw and SmackDown. Oh, I did too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before 2.0, yes. 2.0, I'm watching more. I can see that. Not 2.0, you. but the, the stuff now I'm watching more. Like that that Wednesday night block of NXT and Lucha Underground was can't miss every single week TV for me. Even from the get-go, <clears throat> not... Not Vince NXT, but from day one of Triple H's NXT era. Watch that from get go, and I love I loved watching that evolution of of that program. Every week, it just got better and better, and changed look, changed talent. Like you just didn't know how it was going to keep evolving, and, and it just blew up. No undisputed era. No Drew McIntyre redemption been story. On TV. No Drew McIntyre coming back and redeeming himself. Do we need Drew McIntyre? No Bobby Root. No glories. No glorious. <laughs> one of the greatest entrances and theme songs of all time. No glorious. And that's one it. The, one of the biggest NXT flops <laughs> from the main roster. Even though he had his trouble, no Velveteen Dream. Like it's just to me, it's not as simple as uh, WWE would have been fine. Well, you're talking ten years of stars. <laughs> like it just would have been different. It would have been their normal formula compared to what Triple H created it to be. But not all of those people would be there under no. the normal formula. No, they wouldn't. But it would have been more Vince's. Maybe, then we don't get that argument of. You know, Vince dropped the ball on the NXT talent because it would have been Vince's ta- chosen talent from developmental instead of Triple H's chosen talent being given to Vince. But what names are even there under Vince's developmental <clears throat> idea? Like, you don't, to me, you don't get DIY. You don't get Gargano and Champa. You don't get FTR. You don't, you know, you have Authors of Pain. What are those guys doing for the company now? Nothing. That's what I'm saying. So, like, how, like, so WWE will be fine. 
the people you just named are irrelevant. Irrelevant? FTR. For the company, for WWE, they're irrelevant. Champa's been out injured for how long? Mm-hmm. Or do you mean wrestling in whole? No, I just feel like you don't. I feel like wrestling as a whole. Wrestling as a whole? Oh, yeah. 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 Because I knew nothing about FTR until they showed up NXT. Yeah. I didn't know anything about if they did anything previous or not. Yeah. I mean, do you get the Wyatt family? Oh, that's a good one. Because you had Husky Harris in the Nexus, and then after that, he went back down and turned into Bray Wyatt. But do you get that? Do you get Luke Harper and Eric Rowan? Like, there's a lot. You don't get that. I don't think the Wyatt family is a, as a, as a stable. I think the stars. I think the stars in Ring of Honor would have stayed longer. It would have took WWE more time to find them if NXT wasn't around. So like Owens would have stayed in Ring of Honor longer than going to WWE. Seth was already in the system. Then. Yeah, Seth was already in FCW. Yeah. Roman was already there. So like uh, Owens, Sammy. Like right around that time. Yeah, like I said, to me, the biggest one is the women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you don't have NXT. You don't have women main event in WrestleMania. And being arguably the you know some of your biggest stars in the entire company. You you would have never had NXT UK, which developed Rhea Uther. So I would have never saw all those people. Yeah. Walter. Oscar, Rhea, uh, yep, Oscar. You don't get Kyrie. You don't get Io. Like, there's a lot that just goes bye bye. That's been major portions of WWE TV for the last five to ten years. So to just say they'd be fine. Uh, Do they sell for nine point three billion if there's no NXT? No. Okay, it would be eight point nine. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, yeah. Yep. so yeah, I don't know. just thought. Thought it was a good one to bring up, Donald. Sorry, I stole your thunder, but it is what it is. <laughs> That's okay. I got something else twisted in the mind right now. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think of what if there was no NXT. Um, chime in on Jabroni of the week, Mount Rushmore of the week, as always. Um, maybe we'll start pulling some some polls out there after each show with Jabroni of the week and Mount Rushmore of the week, and let people vote to see. Who is, you know, the true king of the mountain? No Jeff Jarrett pun intended. Um <laughs> and, and who's the you know Jabroni jobber Brooklyn brawler of the week, so to speak. Um start doing that there. All right. Uh anything else pro wrestling wise before we wrap this show up for this week? 
Well, nope, nothing to think of. Yeah. All right. We got whatever. Final thoughts. Send it home. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Dumb Marks Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please rate the show on Spotify or wherever you listen to us. Make sure you tune in for One Gotta Go every Tuesday and Drink of the Week every Thursday on all our social media channels. Keep in touch in the comments, social media, or email us at dumbmarkspod at gmail.com. If you are watching this, you see our social media accounts on screen right now. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment on our accounts at DumbMarksPod. For all the links and more, visit DumbMarksPod.com. And of course, gotta plug the merch. Head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash DumbMarksPod to purchase our merch. When you do, we'll give you a shout out live on air. You son of a bitch. So not only did you phone in the energy and and everything else then you went and did it you went and did the ai created version of that no that was even worse no. than your version of no that. I, not ai that was somebody i went professional i went to hollywood no you didn't you i didn't. honestly 100 i went to hollywood we got a professional voiceover for that well you got to have her speaking bondage every week because that guy <laughs> was, was trash <laughs> and i'm gonna hear it every week <laughs> Nah, shout out to Laura Welsh. I think she did a great job with it. Who? Laura Welsh. She does voiceovers for commercials. All right. Well, shout out to Laura for coming on the Dumb Marsh podcast. Next time, bring the energy, Laura. (laughs) Step your game up, Laura. (laughs) No energy energy. in there. Oh, my God. What the fuck do you want? (laughs) What do you want? You just want it to be you? Do you just want the show to be you all the time? No, I don't want it to be me. I don't want it to be me. I hear myself enough on this show. I want somebody to step up to the plate and hit a grand slam instead of a dribbler back to the pitcher. Can I get that? (laughs) Gotta plug the merch. (laughs) That was a lot of energy there. That's going to drive sales up. (laughs) Well, for the three people that are watching the show... I feel like I want to buy a thigh master now. <laughs> I was ready to plus one for English. <laughs> There's your clip of the week. <laughs> hey, uh, final thought for me. Um, should we just hand Kenny Omega wrestler of the year right now? <clears throat> and before you say yes or no, just let me just let me go through. The year that he's had so far. He posted it this week. I know he did, which is why I saved it and brought it up. Because I was like, damn, whenever I look at it, you had him and him and Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom. You had the the Elite versus Death Triangle, their best of seven series. You had the Elite versus House of Black at Revolution. The trios, Jericho, House of Black, the Elite. I can get rid of that one, but <laughs> You had him versus Vikingo, him versus Jeff Cobb, just right out the gate, first quarter. That's what he's done first quarter of the year. And who are we talking about? Not Kenny Omega. Who are we talking about? Everybody other than Kenny Omega. <laughs> the Bloodline, the BCC. Hey, right now, <laughs> Kenny Omega is my match of the year. So. He is. 
at this moment. Can He's still my match of the year, too. Still. But we still got three-fourths of a year left. So. What is the match of the year? Him and Osprey. Oh, okay. I didn't watch that one. Okay. <laughs> need to watch that one. Nah. Yeah. Oh, yes, you do. You need to get baptized in some good wrestling. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know Jason doesn't enjoy New Japan, so. <laughs> I don't want to see ballerinas run. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, that's the show. Let's leave. This is why this is why Jason loves NXT 2.0. (laughs) (laughs) Cookie cutter to the core. (laughs) All right, so your positivity quote of the week this week, Chris. Pay attention because you know, since you're all in your feelings right now about some criticism you've been dealt with. I'm not not positive. I'm not negative. You're interrupting the quote of the week. I'm going to keep interrupting you. You I'm going to keep interrupting you now. Man, (laughs) terrible. Oh, sensitive Sally over there. <laughs> Look, accept both compliments and criticism. It takes both sun and rain for a flower to grow. Accept both compliments and criticism. It takes both sun and rain for a flower to grow, or in Chris's instance, weeds. That's all for this week's show. I'm a Mark. You're a Mark. Tell the Mark. Until next time, y'all can catch us around the way.